0: John Gereke on SAFM.
1: Let's chat cycling now. Our regular feature on all things cycling, mountain biking, trail cycling, you name it, it's all going to happen here. We're chatting to Maylene Painter. She's the Cycling South Africa PR and Communications Officer. Maylene, good chatting to you. Thanks very much for joining us. The Peter Marisburg Mountain Bike Festival. We've been looking at this one for so long. How's it gone?
2: Yeah, it's, it's gone well, and I, I can really say it's been a drama-filled event. Um, it kicked off yesterday with the cross-country race, which was uh, a big race for for us as a federation, uh, very vital for qualification of UCR points ahead of um, the Olympics. And sure, so the riders were dealt such a heavy blow with the weather conditions. Uh, again, we we talk about factors that determine how a race ends up. Um, and, yeah, the, I think the junior men they started in stages during the day, so the women started early at about half past nine in the morning. By the time the junior men took to the track at 12 o'clock, they really bore the brunt of a of serious uh, slippery and treacherous track. And, um, and as the race progressed, they decided to reduce the race by one lap, as obviously Cross Country is a lap race. Um, and the poor guys were finishing their, their races, you know, having to stop and clear mud off their wheels mm. and tires and <laughs> drive chains and chains of braking and snapping. So it was really, really tough on them. But well done to absolutely everybody that finished that race and, and scored the points that they wanted to and for following their, their dreams.
1: It's still going on through tomorrow. So I guess people can go along and watch yep. the action tomorrow as well.
2: Absolutely. They can tomorrow. We've got schools racing. So, it's a great uh, package around the country. Uh, there's uh, various school series of in the, taking place in the different provinces. Mm-hmm. Um, so, primary schools and high schools get together and they race in, the, in a sort of provincial league. Um, and KZN is doing the same uh, as 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 it is happening in the other provinces. And um, tomorrow, that will be taking place. Uh, we also have the enduro racing tomorrow. And added to yesterday's Mudfest, uh, today was obviously a, a beautiful day out on the track. And given the nature of the land and the lie of the land, at cascades. The track uh, was beautiful today with the sun when it came out. It it's really lent itself to excellent trails. And today was the Masters Marathon Championships. So we had some good riding from the older people, the 30-plus categories that took part um, in the endurance racing, 60-kilometer race. Um, and then, of course, our development series, our uh, KZN Cycling uh, District Development Series, where they've kick-started uh, development programs about two years ago. And they go uh, visit various uh, districts uh, in the in the KZN province, in 10 districts. And then they've been talent uh, identifying children in, in those schools and learners and pulling them out and putting them onto bicycles. And some of them have never ridden before in their life and now they're actually participating in a race type of environment. Obviously, nothing as technical as a cross-country like our top pros are riding. It's a very flat course, very simple, but it's getting them used to racing to, racing against other people and, and all that excitement that goes with it. And we had over 120 learners there today.
1: Sure. Uh, yep. Joburg to see also happened over the last, what's it, nine days. It's a long race game from Joburg down to Sea. It's, it's always nice to see the riders coming in at the end there.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, what a fantastic route as well. It's, um, I think a, a lot of people aspire to do a race like Jogo to see. Mm. It's also one of those races that you don't just decide that next month <laughs> I'm going to go and do Jogo to see. You've pretty much got to commit yourself, and I think most of the commitment comes into the training and to the time that you spend training, whether you race it or not. Um, you, you always enjoy the ride more if you've put in the effort beforehand. And your body conditioning as well, sitting on a bicycle for nine days yeah. doing, you know, sometimes a hundred Ks a day. Um, all sorts of parts of your body hurts so in different way. <laughs> and the the more you do that in your training, the more you get used to to those um those conditions and then it becomes a you actually get to enjoy the beautiful single track and the beautiful trails mm. that those guys have made made for the riders.
1: All right, let's move on to the road, and I'm going to leave you to pronounce this name that Ashley mummans passo <laughs> has been play, uh, riding in.
2: Yeah, it's um, the Elsie Jacobs is the is the common uh, popular name I think, <laughs> um, but that takes place in Luxembourg. And that race took, uh well kicked off on the 29th on Friday and it, it finishes today. I haven't seen today's results and what the outcome is, but uh, Ashley was part of quite a uh, decisive break um in yesterday's stage to get your teammate to actually claim the victory on the stage. So it's good to see Ashley back up front and and doing some some great work for her team. She actually finished 12th on the prologue stage on Friday and then 12th again in yesterday's stage. But she was in the bunch that finished one second behind her teammate uh, who won the race. So her, her wheels crossed the line 12. So she's, she's there. She's, she's in the mix. Mm. And then, of course, the Tour de Rimandi, um, which takes place in Switzerland, and we had uh, Dimension Data representatives there. Specifically, the South African riders was our national champion, Yaku Fenta, and Sangeza Jin. And then, of course, Daryl MP as well from Orica Greenwich. And Daryl and Yaku made the news on stage two when they broke away in the first 20 kilometers of the 170 kilometer stage and they created a five minute gap at one stage in the race before team sky reeled them in so they had quite a lot of uh air time if you like to call it that Mm. and they did quite well in the race before they hit the mountains.
1: Oh, there's, uh, that's it's almost what yeah, I, I had a chat with Douglas and it's, they they focus so much uh, due uh, to Dimension Data on their fundraising for the bikes, the Quebec charity, that yeah. yeah they don't mind not winning sometimes as long as they get 5,000 bikes a year.
2: Yes, and, and uh, you know, how about that signature fast, the half-five that <laughs> yeah. they do like went the Sushi Institute coming from the stage in the Tour de France last year. And it is, it's, it is a big drive for that. And what a wonderful initiative as well. And um, Anybody who's not sure what, what Quebec is all about and what, what it all means, um, they really must look it up on, on, the, on the Internet and, and read into it. And it really is a fascinating initiative.
1: Let's go on to track cycling. You know, Cycling South Africa hates cyclists because you're putting track in the middle of winter, 14th and 16th of June, <laughs> <laughs> the USA <laughs> track, track Grand Prix. What's gonna, you've announced that now. Things are going to happen soon.
2: Yeah, things will happen soon. We don't have the details as yet, but it's on our calendar. And uh, it's a track Grand Prix race, which is, uh, as you say, it's winter, and track is uh, predominantly over the, well, for us, the summer months. Mm. Um, normally, towards the end of the year, October, November, the World Cup season starts picking up. So, yeah, it's uh, largely part of the Africa Bike City Projects, uh, which is um, in the city of Pietermaritzburg. And they've had a, a whole lot of... Uh, Massive events, uh, international status events that have taken place, track cycling, uh, BMX racing, mountain biking, road cycling events, and as well as UCI Paracycling World Cup. So we're trying to keep adding in different elements of cycling, and it also helps with the development, you know, development initiatives as well, and to utilize our infrastructure that's there in Peter Maritzburg. Mm.
1: And speaking of Maritzburg, the UCI World Cup kicks off next weekend uh, for the cyclists. We spoke to one of the cyclists yesterday. Uh, They're certainly looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, they're definitely looking forward to it. This is a very, very big thing for South Africans because of the limited funding, the teams are quite uh, small when they send them overseas uh, to race at World Cups, which are predominantly in Europe. And uh, yeah, to have uh, a a very strong team racing this year and of course the... those people that weren't selected for national teams can also enter independently. So you can enter yourself if you can get to the race. So there's, uh, there's a huge uh, amount of uh, South African contingent that's taking part. And it's a wonderful opportunity, you know, instead of always seeing the, the race reports and pictures on the web and seeing how these big, uh, famous riders are doing, the guys that are winning the world championships, now they can actually get on that track and race against them and actually see how much work they need to do or how good they are. And it really is a a boost for them, and it gives them a a reason to push harder when they train and and something to work towards.
1: And finally, Maylene, your safety tip of the week, please.
2: All right, so this week, act like a car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So drivers are used to patterns of other car drivers as well. So the big tip for the cyclists is to suggest don't weave around in, in and out of traffic. And the more predictably you ride, and the more you know your route and you know what it is that you're doing on the bike and where you're going, mm. then the safer you are. If you're undecided or, or not too certain, you know, you put everyone else behind you in doubt as well. So check for traffic and be aware of the traffic around you.
1: I like it a lot. and Peter. thanks very much. Cycling well, South Africa's PR and communications officer. Find out more at cyclingsa.com, www.cyclingsa.com.
0: SAFM Sports Special with John Cherika. there's no sport too
2: small.
1: While we're chatting about cycling, cy- Durban cycling youth get a massive boost with the new academy. We're joined by the head of Etiqueni Transport, Tami Maniari. Tami, good chatting to you. Thanks, thanks for joining us. How are you helping the Durban cycling youth? Well, <laughs> oh, look, we um, oh, just
0: recently launched uh, an academy. Uh, which is going to be uh, made up look of around eleven or so different sites look in the in the city mm-hmm. um to promote um, cycling and uh, teach people the basic skills around uh, cycling as well as uh, support the cycling talent um, to um to reach uh, full full uh, potential.
1: Durban's doing so much for cycling. You've got that little cycling loop that you've got around the stadium there. There's the whole promenade yeah. that people can ride on now. So where is all this going to be taking place?
0: Well, you look, uh, <coughs> I mean, uh, it was the start. Um, and it was uh, you look, centered around uh, promoting the city um, around uh, 2010. Uh, we are expanding the, look, the cycling network now, um, To establish um, commuter routes, um, so that uh, you know people that are able and can cycle um, between their places of uh, work and uh, where they stay can do so safely. Um, Because um, as you may have have realized, um, we've had um, some horrendous uh, um, accidents as Mm -hmm. well. Um, So we're trying to create the infrastructure. Um, to support um, the, the cycling culture in, in the city.
1: Let's chat about this uh, the, the, This 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 academy, the Go Durban Cycling Academy. You've taken 60 children, yeah. is that right?
0: Um, in, in fact, uh, it's growing by the day because um, <laughs> the, I think looking the Inanda site, which was the first one that was launched, mm-hmm. um, we are already up to 70. Sure. Um, and we are aiming at... Uh, um, establishing the numbers around 95 to 100, um, with about 20 or so of them that are going to be uh, pushed to um, to professional level, like, sure. um, depending like, on uh, on talent that they show. Mm.
1: So this is more than just giving people bikes and getting them to ride to school and back and, uh, and a means of transport. This, you're actually wanting to train I- them to be professional. Absolutely.
0: Um, I think you know for uh, for us, um, you know. A part of it, look, is um, obviously promoting uh, transport as a means of uh, um, commuting from place to place. But, um, hey, look, another aspect, look, which we, we fully support is uh, that of supporting um, talent in, in cycling um, and uh, ensuring that, um, you know, cycling becomes a culture in the city um, and that uh, Durban becomes a, a place to visit, hey, look, if you're a cycling uh, you look, enthusiast because uh, – the various, um, you know, academy locations will be, will be linked to, um, to trails like, as well so that, um, you know, people can discover, you know, some of the interesting places here in the city, mm. um, through cycling and cycling safely. Um, and we're going to be supporting, um, all of the kids that are going to be coming uh, into the, into the academy. We're going to be supporting the aca- a- a- like, academic, uh, uh, programs uh, look as well, so they will be tutoring look, wow. um, look at these schools, um, and as well as um, ensuring that uh, they they get uh, uh, proper nutrition, um, which uh, look is part of um, their development overall development. Yeah.
1: And, and I was going to say it's it's all very well riding around Durban as long as you go north south. As soon as you travel out west, then suddenly you get a hill in the way. It's not the easiest city to ride in, or the the, the flattest city to ride in, is it?
0: <laughs> no um i suppose for um social riders look, it uh, it presents like a bit of a problem but um i think look if you're going to be um taking the sport um um seriously um it's a it's a haven it's, it's right. a wonderful place um you know to to be in because you've got fields to train um you've got flats also for speed and so forth um so i i think uh, Durban has got uh, the lovely weather as well year round, um, which um, you look other parts of the country do not have. Um, so you know, look, we we like the package that we have here. Look, in the city, uh, mountains look uh, included, or hills <laughs> included. Uh, I guess.
1: I guess the the difficult thing is Durban gets very very hot, so you need buying from companies where people work to have showers at the other end? Otherwise, and I remember I used to commute quite often on a bicycle. You get to the yeah. other end, you're all hot and sweaty.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think I mean, <laughs> even in my own uh, unit look in the city, we still don't have uh, enough showers uh, you know, for people that, uh, that cycle. Um, the partnership with the private sector is going to be quite are crucial both um in in terms of promoting um, and bringing them into uh, the um, academy circle uh, but in, in in promoting cycling generally look in the look in the city mm. um you know forming partnerships look with um some of the key companies is part of look of um, look of our strategy and there there are a few of them that are already on board um some of the engineering uh, uh, firms you know, have contributed um, in helping us uh, um, set up these, uh, the, the different sites for the uh, for, for the academy, and uh, some of the developers as well. I in-